This is a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons with each other. <laughs> with each other. That was a significant improvement. That was so good. What are we doing? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ooh. Make Believe Heroes, the 101st episode, uh, if you will. We're just going to count up from 100 now. The 101 Dalmatians. Uh, I was about to say something This is about a, uh, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure, you might say, uh, for all ages, for your heart and mine. And mine. And mine. But not mine. And mine. And uh, I am, uh, per the use, your Dungeon Master. And we are actually in a dungeon right now, and things could be bad. Uh, <laughs> Almost killed Misk last week, but uh, hey, my name is Paul. I'm your friend. That's so bad. Your dungeon master, your pal. Paul Schmall. Uh, your narrator, and I'm joined by four pals tonight. Hey guys, this is Jeremy, and I play Saul. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Paul. <laughs> my, come on. I play Servants off the wall. I'm Alan, and I play Law. I'm Felicia. No, 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 no. And I, <laughs> no, 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 no. But ahead. I want to play Paul, too. I'm Alan, and I play Char. Nobody parties but me. I'm Felicia, and I can't play Paul. No one can play Paul. Paul won't Paul. let me let everybody else okay, play Paul. Okay, uh, for our next NBH plays, we'll make up our own uh, <laughs> we'll be our RPG own where everybody is Paul. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm Paul. <laughs> It'll be the role Pauling game. I don't know. Hey, I'm Felicia, and I play Misk. <laughs> I'm Felicia, and I, I play Misk. I thought for sure you are going to say Paul again. <laughs> That's us. We are the heroes of the Make Believe Heroes. Well, heroes, I say in quotation marks, because as we've been saying since season one, <laughs> somehow like none of our characters ever wind up actually being heroes. So the next game, MBH plays is going to be Paul into the multiverse? Yep. Yes. It'll be an RPG role-pauling game. Yes. Role... <laughs> What? That makes sense. <laughs> Doesn't it? We're going to play some Dungeons & Dragons. First, we're going to quickly give a shout-out to one of our patrons. This is, funnily enough, he was a patron, one of our first patrons, also has been on the show, but he has supported us with his money every month. Uh, he's a fan and a part of the show. You know him as Miles Maywood. His name is Mason. Thank Woo! you, Mason. Never, Never heard, heard of her. her. Uh, for supporting the show, for being a patron. If you would like a shout-out on the show, go support us on Patreon.com. You can get things like uh, access to our Discord, early release. Our episodes go out on Friday for patrons. You can drop a 50 and get in on a one-shot run by me, including players from the show that is canonical. We already released two of them, two episodes from one recording back in the last couple of months a uh, very important story, and the one that we recorded recently with a couple of our patrons uh, is another important story that was, uh, man, a lot of fun to play. I uh, can't wait for you guys to hear that one. Never heard it. That was a lot of fun. It was insane. A lot of fun to play. It was a lot of fun to play. We got another one set up uh, maybe in April. be recording that one. We've already got a couple uh, other patrons looking to do one in June. I mean, we, we're, we're lined out. But if you'd like to play D&D with us and get in on the show, that's your way to do it. Uh, Patreon.com slash MakeBelieveHeroes. And now we're going to read one five-star review, Jeffrey. Review! Dramatic and comedic. That's the title. And this review <laughs> is by... It's secretly by Rissa. Oh, that's secretly Rissa, my bad. 
Yes. I made a joke, but it wasn't funny. I haven't even finished the first season yet. I'm only like 20 episodes in, but I'm already in love with this show. I was crying last night listening to the scene where Lorca is trapped in his nightmare, all because of the build-up and that wonderful acting. Then for them to immediately crack a joke afterwards. <laughs> it was an incredible experience. I highly recommend this show. Oh, see, some people love Lorca. Wow. I'm glad that the cracking of the joke did not ruin the drama. <laughs> Uh, you know the title, dramatic and comedic. That that, that made it a, a, a uh, an incredible experience. I'm glad because sometimes I'm like, should have cut that joke. <laughs> you know, never cut the joke. Oh, sometimes the jokes get cut. Yeah, I love the jokes. Why? Because sometimes they don't need to be there. Most of the many, many, many times the jokes do not get cut. There are plenty of jokes in MBH. I'm gonna cut lots more jokes this episode. If I didn't cut at least eighty percent of the times that Jeffrey says, never heard of her. Poor Joe. Yeah, like... Who's Joe? It would interrupt every dramatic scene. Okay, please. Uh, thank you. Joe Mama! Okay, all right, go, go ahead and get it out so I can... Why are, we, why are we screaming? Why? Thank you so much, Secretly Risa, for leaving us that review. Uh, oh, pulled out my headphones. Shut up, Felicia. I'm trying to do a podcast. The secret's out. We know that you're Risa. It's too late. The secret is out, but hey, thank you so much for the review. I'm rolling a giant blue D20. I rolled a 15. Let's talk about what happened last time on Make Believe Heroes. Last time, the group, along with all of these straggling devils and elementals, made their way down the staircase to the next floor in this, this towering castle, this blade of stone, as it's called. There they found a series of chairs linked with these banners, eight of which representing the eight reigning kingdoms of the Nine Hills. Each of these banners had a symbol and a color representing each of the disparate kingdoms along with a chair, empty, and a metal sensor on the floor next to it. After some deliberation, walking around, looking, Vance stumbled upon the gigantic pillar in the middle where he began to investigate it and saw that it was actually inscribed with the words over and over again, progress requires sacrifice. As they strive to find some way to activate each of these banners by placing some relevant item in the bowl from each of the kingdoms or a figure from each of the kingdoms seated in each of the chairs, Misk at the last second decided, hmm, I'm, instead I'm going to try and get something in this bowl rather than sitting on the chair. Almost died. Wise decision because as the spell was activated, the figures sitting in the chairs were attacked with a trap lightning spell. It was so powerful, in fact, that those two, one from the sinking circle, one from the whispering circle, were killed, reduced to ash, and returned to the vault of souls where they would crawl out and be reborn. Now, with a truly renewed understanding of the dangers that await in this wicked place, the group made their way down the newly revealed staircase inside this gigantic pillar, heading into the floor below. But as they stumbled off of the final steps on the stone floor, they realized that they were shrouded in a magical darkness. And that is where we begin with tonight's session. You're all picking yourselves up, trying to gain your bearings, but the staircase behind you has closed. The pillar is now solid once again, and you are shrouded in a magical darkness. The only thing I have to do with flames is thaumaturgy, and there's no flames in here to use it. Magical darkness. Good luck. I don't have produced flame. 
I can cast light. Marie, do you have anything that Charcast light? Could you you're, shed some you're light standing in here? On my wing, I'm Misk. not on your wing. I'm not even near you. I pull out the Hellburner blade and kill them all. Open my devil eye. All right, Char, you cast light. Yeah, it says you touch one object that is no larger than 10 feet in any dimension. Till the spell ends, the object sheds bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light for an additional 20 feet. The light can be colored as you okay. like. So uh, I am going to touch my nose and it will be red. I get it. <laughs> I want to say no, but technically you're not more than 10 feet tall. So the uh, the result is that your entire body glows, but yes. your nose is the brightest. <laughs> Char is glowing. What color? Red. Okay. Char is glowing red. <laughs> it is a harrowing sight. Can we see? You're all, everyone's sort of like on top of each other. People are shoving one another off. Char gets like pushed off the, and like rolls off to one side. Everybody's just shoving and pushing. Vance being in the front, he's kind of like pushed out a little bit. Stands, draws his sword, and his eye splits open. Uh, and he and Hal are sort of sharing the mind space right now. Uh, Vance, with your devilish eye, you can see all across the room. Nice devil sight. The room looks sort of twisted. Ooh. The floor is uneven. It's kind of wavy and like hilly at places. It's a very large room, much larger than the one you just left. Uh, much taller. And like I said, it almost seems like there are, it's like hills in the floor. It's all stone, but it, it looks like hills. And you're, you know, you have to cross over to see what's going on. Uh, just a quick scan of the room. Give me a perception check. Perception. That's 13 total. All of us or just him? Just, just Vance right now. The rest of you can see nothing. Char, you're able to see five feet around you. <laughs> what do I see five feet around me? A lot of people right now. And stone. Okay, so I say, looks like there's a lot of people here. And stone. Vance, what's your perception check? 13 total. 13 total. So with a 13, you can see um, off to one side, sort of like a dip. And down in this dip, there is like a little, I guess you could say like a like a podium. I don't know if podium is the right word. It's, a, it's like a little um, stone object. And sticking out of the top of it is some sort of... It it looks like a torch, kind of. Got a brazier at the top of it. Uh, I go to it, and I want to look and see if there's anything written on it or any symbols or any... It's about 60 feet away, so you start walking toward it. Yes. Uh, You're walking away from everyone toward it. Uh, everyone is sort of getting up. It's pandemonious. They're kind of hollering at each other. But after a couple of minutes, everyone sort of does get up. And everyone can see Char glowing very brightly. Marie pulls out a stone. It's not like a stone. It's like a crystal from a, a little pouch in her robe. And she also casts the light cantrip. And it sheds five feet in every direction. Saul lights a cigar. Okay. No one sees it. <laughs> and he gets very close to Marie. The only thing that any of you can see right now is Chargenzis, the red-nosed elemental, and uh, Mari holding the stone. I'm going to get close to Mari. Nobody gets close to Char. <laughs> he relishes his uh, 
my glowiness and my uh, being everybody kind of stepping back away, being like, nah, yeah. <laughs> You're social distancing right now? Yes. Exactly. Char is very conscientious when it comes to that sort of thing. Yes. Okay. That is what's happening. Vance, while they're all sort of picking themselves up, you're walking over there. What are the rest of you doing? By the rest of you, I mean Miss Consol. You've hugged up to Marie. Hugged up to Marie. Pretty much that. I would like to suggest perhaps we find a wall and stick to it closely. Any chance you can make more of those stones, Marie? No, that's not how the spell works. I could make a couple more, perhaps, but what is the point it's not working really how large is this place it's Excellent pretty large question. does vance yell that out <laughs> yes you all hear vance yell out it's pretty large from across the room <laughs> sir vance what does the howler say what's he saying about this room vance tell these fools to quit questioning me or i'll kill all of them hey what the hell burner blades say <laughs> Vance, you are approaching the uh, the torch as this is going on. Real quickly, Saul, was there something you were wanting to say before we do this? Oh, Lord. He was just going to talk about finding a wall and start going around the edges to see what we could find. That's fine. That's fine. I guess that's what me, you, and Marie are doing. Oh, uh, Right now, I'm. what's happening is I need uh, for Sir Vance to make me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, nice. I love wisdom. It is my favorite. That is a... Uh, oh, I have a plus four to wisdom. Wow. Fifteen total. You are walking. You're approaching the torch. They're all talking to you. Howler tells them, tells you to tell them to leave them alone, basically. And you hear a sound. It sounds like chattering, gibbering from all around you in every direction. It sounds like something runs past you. Oh, no. Like, very quickly. Uh, then you hear a shriek. Followed by another shriek, and then it just sounds like creatures shrieking and screaming. Then you hear like creepy children laughing, and uh, just all these monstrous sort of things. And it's all happening just all around you. And uh, let me see here. I don't like the creepy children stuff, and I gotta I go home love by myself. It. So gotta go home. Sorry, to I gotta child. roll some dice real quick. Don't roll. Children are pretty creepy. Creepy children. Yeah, they are. It's true. In general, you take you take seven psychic damage and you trip and fall. Vance does, mm-hmm. and then a little girl dressed all in white with black eyes steps out of the darkness. Ooh. Remember the blank eyed uh, girl? That doesn't really happen. Vance, you don't see. You can't like denote anything specific. But as you're hearing all the shrieking and and screaming and gibbering, it's like you can just see things moving out of sight, and you hear Howler saying. What is this? I don't know, but it's not good. How far am I from the thing? Uh, you're, you're about 15 feet away from the thing. You're about 45 feet-ish away from everybody else. And you guys don't hear anything from Vance. Sir Vance, what did the howler say? What did the howler say? You don't hear them, Vance. All you hear is shrieking and gibbering and crying. This is great. Uh, let's, uh, let's go with... Uh, what were you guys doing over there? We were looking... For a wall. We were just near we, Marie. I just want to take her around the edges of the wall and roll perception to kind of fill out what's going on or what's in this room. Okay, so you just want to start walking? Yep. Okay. Char? Yeah? What do you do? I similarly kind of walk in the other direction. I got uh, over... I got a 
I got a 17 on my perception check. So you're kind of walking in the other direction? Yeah, like, I'm trying to... I want to... Can I, like, see where they're at vaguely? Like, not necessarily, like, what's around them, but, like, know that if they're getting too far away? Yeah, it's dim. Think, like, seeing a light through a, like, a thick fog. That's kind of what it's like. But you can definitely pick out their direction, at least for now. Yeah, so I try to not... Uh, lose them in, in the sense that I don't want them to get so far away that I can't find my way back to them but I'm kind of like groping through the darkness looking trying to find something my bearing on something okay uh, so here's what I want to do then um, let's roll initiatives that sounds hard we were friends once why do we have to do that I got a 7 I got a 5 I got an 11 I got 14 okay um, all right, so Miss, you're at the top. You're, are you with Saul and Marie or yes, with Char? I'm with Saul. Char, a couple of people are following you. People I know or randos? Just randos that are with you all. Right, but like they're with us though. Yeah, it's, I'm not, not, like it's not like shadow spirits. people or something. Right, no, yeah. Okay, I'm like, mm, okay. I don't say anything. I just kind of acknowledge that they're there. You can only see about five feet in front of you. Uh, Misk, what are you going to try and do right now? Because you're you're following. You don't have to, like, use a skill. You can. You don't have to do anything, but you have the opportunity on your initiative. This isn't a skills challenge, per se. I guess I would probably roll, like, a a perception or something like that. Just because I don't really have something certain. Roll me a perception check with disadvantage. You can only see five feet in any direction. I mean, what I was thinking about doing was... It was very dangerous, though. What? Shooting a lightning bolt just through this room, but it's very dangerous. That sounds awesome, <laughs> and you should do it. <laughs> Roll me a perception check. Oh, gosh. Well, it's definitely not good. That was a three, so it's a six. What's your AC? You did. Fourteen. Okay. You're looking around trying to figure something out. You are just walking, listening. It's dark in here. You hear a noise, or you think you hear a noise for just a second. You turn your head, and it almost just sounds like a like a flap. And as you turn your head, you feel something stick you on the back of the neck. Oh, oh. no. Maybe a constitution saving throw. You did. Oops. Nikes. It's a, it's a 37. 18. Okay. You take six piercing damage from getting stuck in the back of the neck, and then you take four poison damage. Ooh. Something got you when you turned your neck, turned your head. Something stuck you. Not cool. You hear Misk call out in pain. What? Ugh, what? What is that? Something just, something just stung me on the back of the. I don't even know what it was, but it hurt. There's something in the air. Mari like spins and holds up her light, and Char, you guys aren't far enough away from them yet that you can't hear this, so you can still hear all this happening. I hear it happening. You hear there's <laughs> that someone, there's something attacking someone. I turn in that direction and start walking that way. So you're walking toward them now? Yes, carefully. Okay. One step at a time, so I'm not going like my full speed. I'm trying to be circumspect, as they say. Right. Okay, Saul. Yes. You're I'm gonna, You're the one that told Mari to go, so what I need from you is, which I know you're dealing with the whole mystic situation, but while this is happening, I need you to roll me a survival check to see if you survive. That's a 10 on the dice. It's a 10. Okay. With a 10, you guys are walking, you're heading toward, like, the walls we're trying to find, right? That's exactly what we're doing, yes. So, we'll say that, like, as you reach a wall, Misk gets stung by this thing. Do you continue? What are you doing right now? So, I don't really have... I'm going to draw my sword 
and make it erupt in flames and uh, get back to back with Misk. Okay. And say, Mari, keep moving us around the edge, and I'm just going to prepare to uh, defend myself if I see anything. Once you ignite your sword uh, and it glows with that burning light, you can actually see about 10 feet ahead of you with that light. Nice. Sweet. It seems a bit more effective. And uh, roll me another survival check. We'll call it advantage with that fire. Oh, yeah. That holy fire, I should say. It's a 15. With a 15, you can see something uh, sort of reflecting off of your light up ahead. Okay, there's something up ahead. You approach it, and it is just like what I described to Cervantes. It's like a torch huh? sticking out of a stone growing up out of the floor. What do you do? I try to light it with my sword. You hold your sword up to it. It immediately ignites, and it glows with a bright light around 20 feet in diameter. Sweet. Cool. You don't see any other torches in that light, but you do see something skitter out of the way. On all fours. We're not alone in here. What What was it? Did you see anything? It looked slightly impish. It might be imps. Not sure. Uh, Char. Who? Give me a survival check, Char. I will make a survival check. So, that is a 24. Wow! Holy butt. Do I survive? Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> you're you're sort of walking back in the direction of the voices that you heard and kind of toward the light that you see, and you stumble upon a torch. Oh, yeah. Is it a human torch? It's not. It's a regular torch. I... Is it lit? Fantastic Four. It is not. I light it with my produce flame. You light it, and it ignites and shines out about a 20-foot radius bright light. You don't see anything in that light. Hmm. <clears throat> Servants. Yeah. Make me a wisdom saving throw. What is that? That's a 22. Oh, dang. Very nice. That is good. You are sort of trying to slap yourself out of it. Uh, you kind of roll around and you still hear those shrieks and the gibbering and the screaming, but you sort of are able to muffle it and you realize that it's all in your head and you can see the torch in front of you. It's not lit. It's not. It's not very lit. Is what it's you're so not lit in here. What do you do? I. I would like to. I mean, you you, you can't. Can you use hellish rebuke on a torch? Hellish rebuke is only after you take damage. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, it is only when you take damage. Yes. Don't you mean heckish rebuke? Heckish. <laughs> I pull out a torch. What do you do with it? And light it. Do you have torches? Let's see. He probably really does, though. In in my explorer's pack, I have... Okay, you have a tinderbox. A tinderbox. So you, use the tinderbox. And ten torches. Just use the tinderbox is what I was going to say. If you have torches, you have a tinderbox. So. I will use the tinderbox. Okay, use the tinderbox. You're going to light that torch? Tenderly, I light it. You light the torch. It ignites and shines out with a 20-foot bright radius. And as it does, you see this sort of black fog surrounding it sort of push away and disperse. And as you look around, you can see two other torches now burning brightly from far across the room. Nice. Light it up, up, up. And you can see Saul and them over there, and you can see Char over there. I see you. Hey, guys. We did it. The rest of the room is still covered in darkness. I don't think we've done it yet. 
We're not alone in here. Oh, uh, yeah. We are alone in here. Something stung me. That's not good. Now, Vance, you can still see around the room, and from where you're at now, uh, you can see there are other torches. I'm going to head to another torch after I light that one. Okay. Light all the torches. Maybe what's attacking us can only attack in the darkness. Attack the I darkness. Attack the da- <laughs> I thought we were like in initiative, you know? Yeah. You are in initiative. I'm just letting you, you all talk. Oh. What are we saying? Oh my gosh. So Vance, you're just walking off. You're not saying anything? We need to light the torches. Misk, it's your turn. I want to cast Spirit Guardians. Okay. I am the Sand Guardian, the Guardian of the Sand. You cast Spirit Guardians. Yes. Okay. And they're angelic, and they all look like little misk, and they're holding their little lutes. Little misk right. lutes. I ain't getting stung again, y'all. I ain't getting stung. And I'm going to make my way. Well, I don't Downtown. really have nothing Downtown. that can light a torch, so I'm just going to pretty much protect who I can see, and I guess that's Saul and Murray. I yeah, there's probably, probably a couple others her. with you as well. Okay. Um, Saul. I'll just protect who's near me. Saul. I'm Saul. Schmall. We do now. Um, I continue around the path, sort of out, just like before, looking for another torch. Okay, roll me a survival check. Let's see if you survive. It's a 10. You are walking forward. You're leading everyone. You die. It seems like you see a glint up ahead. You're kind of moving sort of in the direction that Vance was, but off to the right a little bit. Okay. You see something sort of reflecting a little bit, like perhaps it could be another torch. Yeah. I think I see another one. Another one. You all sort of hurriedly go forward. Another one. I go forward hurriedly. Misk. Another Saul, one. roll me a uh, wisdom saving throw. Who all? Saul and Misk. That's a 12 on the dice. Another one. My wisdom is a... Oh, boy. Nope, it's just a 12. It's my, uh... Marie rolled a 5 total. Oh, nice. No. People do anything? Or my... I no, forget they, what they, they call don't, They don't affect that. It, what that does is if someone comes into it like an enemy... What about my cloak? No, it's not. Nothing is attacking you. Paul, I got stung on the neck by a bee. Was it a bee? By a bee. The cloak could potentially, <laughs> the cloak could have helped you on that, but you didn't see them, so I don't I know. know if it. I it don't wouldn't know if have it helped because I didn't see. But anyways, I rolled a two. Uh, you and Marie and Saul, all three fail. Uh, you begin awesome. to hear and you die. the chittering of little feet running all around you. You hear the shrieks of some fell creatures and the laughter of wicked children and the gibbering of madness in your ears. And, uh, let's see. You take 32 damage. What is that? Make it fall! Uh, you, you take 14 psychic damage wow. and you all fall down. Nope. Wow. That's not good. Char, you and Vance can all hear Saul and uh, Marie and Misk and some other peeps over there just kind of like screaming and yelling out in pain. Oh, no. Saying things like, get away from me. Don't touch me. Get away from me. Uh. Char. Yes. What you doing? Uh, So how far am I from them? I'm dead. Probably you were already moving kind of toward them. Uh, but they moved some as well. I mean, you're probably like 30-ish feet away from them. 
Uh, then I want to move. Can I see what's accosting them? You cannot. Can I see anything besides them? You just sort of see the glow of their light and them screaming. Do I see a torch nearby? The one that they left. Are you saying, are you looking for a new torch? Yeah, an unlit one. If you're looking for a new torch, I'll need a survival check. Okay, I'm going to survive. I will survive. No. That was a natural one. I died. Ooh. Instant heart attack. All those carbs. You're moving toward them, trying to... You're trying to look for a torch, but also move in their direction. Hopefully you could see what's hurting them and maybe find a torch. Roll me a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage. Oof. Okay. Man, I should have bardic inspiration. (laughs) Not cool. Uh, so, I got a natural 20 and a 6. Wow. With, uh, oh, man. a plus 6, or 12. Okay, so, uh, you hear the sound of skittering feet, laughing children, and all-around evil creepiness. <laughs> My favorite kind of creepiness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oof. Uh, so I hear things. I look around furtively. You take 23 psychic damage. Oh, wow. Why, why would you cool. do that? Paul. I rolled two eights, a he six, and really a three. really good. 23? Did I say 23? Yeah. Pretty sure. It's oh, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I rolled two sixes and an eight. Oh. So, uh, I, my bad. Two, so, two sixes and an eight and a three. So, 23. 23. You are not wow. a nice man. Oh, my gosh. Char's dead. Uh, and you fall down. Oh, so I'm prone. Yeah, I'm going to roll for the peeps with you. They actually rolled a 19. They don't fall down, but they see you falling down and watching you shriek or call out and hearing the shrieks. Vance, everybody in the room is screaming. It's your turn. They laugh at me. It's my turn, eh? Yeah. Can you please do something awesome and save us all? I I never do awesome things in the show, to be honest. Come on. I'm kind of the No, one. you said it right. You never do awesome things. Until an awesome thing is needed, <laughs> which is not right now. What would you like to do? Oh, my gosh. Well, there's nothing I can do for them except light more torches. Some of this darkness is trapped, obviously. Trapped? There's a trap set in the darkness. You fell for it. They have fallen for the same way. Yeah, but how is it triggered? I didn't see anything. It would appear just entering. There's a spell. It's a, it's a maddening sort of darkness. So we just need to lighten the mood. <laughs> it would seem that these torches are the only thing that can really light this place up. I wonder how many there are. You can see in the ground. I've been looking around. Roll me a perception. Perception. Whoa. It's a six total. (laughs) (laughs) From where you're standing, you don't see any other torches, but it's like I said, the room is like hilly. So there are places where you can't actually see from where you are. You would have to go toward them. Wish I had some hillies right now. I know, right? Just skate around this room. That give you extra speed? Yeah. What you do, boy? Char whips out his hillies. How big is the room? Large. Over 100 feet across. Wow. In every direction. Wow. Wow. I mean, I, I'm, wow. I'm just going to head in a... You know what? I'm going to he- head towards the people who... Well, Saul and them. Saul and Misk. Yeah. And try to find a torch that's in their general direction. 
Because they're not close, too close to me, right? No, they're not too close to you. They were actually heading toward a torch. Ah, so I'll head towards that. You don't know that, but if you move toward them, you will see the torch. Right. It's probably 15 feet away from where they lie on the ground, rolling around and shrieking. So that's where I'm headed. Okay. Wait, am I rolling around too? You're not quite there. You're somewhere else. Oh. You're like halfway across the room in the other direction. Okay. But am I rolling around like them? That's up to you. I will. (laughs) Okay, you're rolling around shrieking. Do I need to do anything? Can I like run towards them? This is bad. You can run toward them. You already gave me a perception. We're going to roll back around to Misk. Uh Misk, give me a wisdom saving throw. Please, no. I got an 11. You failed. You failed. No, I succeeded. I cheated. Wow, you rolled really good. You take 20 psychic damage. Mm. How you doing? Not good, probably. Not so hot? No. Saul, wisdom saving throw. Come on. I've got 14 hit points left. 18. Okay, there it is. Saul. Nice. The shrieks and the cries, the devilish and demonic things that you're hearing fade. Oh. And you can you can still hear them, but now you recognize that they're only in your head and you can kind of shake it off. Shake it off. You push yourself up, right? Okay. You use half your movement to do so, but you're, you seem to be around 15 feet away from a torch ahead of you. This torch seems to be somewhat like twisted looking. Okay. And perched on top of it is an imp. There's an imp. And uh, I guess I'm going to try Half my move's gone though. Yeah, but you got fifteen feet. You can get to it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go at it. I'm going at it to stab it okay. with my flaming sword. Does okay. my, um, are the, are my guardians gone? Because I had, I took. Yeah. Yeah, I figured you didn't say nothing about them, you and be, you just like overlooked. I'll it, double so. check it, but I think you, you. It's concentration. Okay. And Will I figure you, getting hit in the head. You become incapacitated. Yeah. When you fall to that, like you lose your, because in your mind you're like being. Attacked by a bunch of monsters, basically, but you're not. Carry on. I'll double check it, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. Carry I'm like, something's stinging me in the back of the neck. Why not put out some guardians? No, so and it was a good idea. Boom! Death. It was a good idea. Saul just rolled poorly on his uh, survival I'm check. just dead over here. Go me, give me an attack roll, Saul. Yeah, it's not great. An 8 plus 6, so it's a 14. Okay, that hits. Oh, nice. cool. It's 1d8. And you're using... What the heck is that? Paler touched rapier. All right. 1d8 plus... Give me that damage. Five? Yas. That's eight damage. Okay. And then 2d6. 2d6. That's Radiant. 10 additional damage. So you do 28 damage. Oh! oh yeah. And you dust that sucker. Boom. Yeah, he does. And it just kind of burns out in flame, and when it does, some of the embers fall and hit the torch, and the torch ignites. And when it does, you see this sort of black, inky, not inky, it's like a, think like soot, like... Like soot saurus? A soot. <laughs> <laughs> I get like it. Like a fog made of, of soot, it just disperses, and when it does, Mari and Misk are freed from the clutches of the maddening darkness. Crazy. Good. Char. Yes. You're, you're across the room a bit. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Same disadvantage or... No, you don't have disadvantage this time. The disadvantage was just because of the natural one. Well, this time it's a nine. Nine? Just German for no. So that lines up correctly. Oh, this isn't too bad. You take 12 uh, psychic damage. (laughs) That's pretty bad still. It's a lot less than 23. (laughs) 
23 again would have uh, put me into death saves. Oh, snap. Uh, you're still still incapacitated and hearing the shrieks and the screams and the cries, and it's it's making you feel a little <laughs> mad. Not angry, but crazy. So, Char... So, is it my turn? Uh, yes, technically. Uh, so, Char stands up and says, I'm feeling a little mad. No. He stands up, and he's like, just looking around, trying to figure out what's accosting him. What is What is going on? It's like you can see things flitting in and out of the darkness around you and like just hitting you and that's what's causing you all this damage. It's it's all in your head, but for all intents and purposes, you are trapped here, surrounded by creatures trying to kill you and devour you. Yeah, so Char is just like swiping at them with his hand and still trying to uh, look for a torch while he is trying to like, while he's moving, he's like trying to swat these things away. Well, y- while you're surrounded by it seems like these things are completely like swarming over you like you are pretty much incapacitated by them oh no okay so it's that so let's see so it feels like there's just stuff all over me right yeah like you're 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 mad maddened right now by this you you have no real connection with reality while you're being accosted by this thick fog this maddening darkness okay well, I cast Produce Flame and throw at it. Okay. You guys kind of see a little fireball fly across the room. It's a wall. Roll me a, roll me a d20. Roll, roll me a nat 20 and, and I'll give you something cool. It's a nine. Okay. Nine. If I were to add the... It's normally a... Uh, it would be a 14 if I added the modifier. Okay. You don't, you don't hit anyone or do anything bad. It, it, just, it just flies off. Vance... You see a torch, the torch you're moving toward light. Uh, they have lit the torch, and they are all getting up and seem to be okay. You see Char over there batting at the air and throwing fireballs across the room. The beacon of this room is lit. Uh, you want to look for another torch? Yes, I do. Roll me a perception check. That is a 20. Schwinty. Like a uh, dirty 20? It's dirty. It's dirty, but it's a 20. Ugh, clean that up. Dirty 20, from where you're standing now, you've sort of peeked over a hill... And you, you look over, and across the room on the other side of the pillar, you can see a torch. One more. Aw, oh, yeah. <laughs> I dash. You dash toward it. Yes. Misk. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. <laughs> I'm going to give um, uh, Saul Bardic Inspiration. Okay. But also I'm going to use Healing Word on myself. In what way do you Bardically... So you? I don't think you can do that. I, I didn't think I could, but... The reason I say you can't is I think both of... Like, I believe both of those things um, require a bonus action, and you only get one. Okay. Well, I'm at 14 hit points. That's fine. I'm yes. hurting. Don't worry. I got you. So, so what should I do? Give... I don't know what I should do then. Which one? The right thing. No, just you just have to choose. A healing word yourself, or give him Bardic Inspiration. Well, if they hit me one more good time, I'm dead. All right, so, so healing word? I'll do healing word. What level? It's, uh, I'm going to do it at second level. Okay. And that's 2d4 plus 4. Mm-hmm. Excellent choice. Good choice. Decent choice. 7 plus 4, 11. You get 11 so hit points 11 back. 11 hit points back. That's good. That's almost max. Okay. Saul. Saul wins the game. No. Okay. What are you doing? So you got how many, Felicia? I got 11. But, well, I've got 25 now. Shiite. So I'm better. If you you need to do light the torches. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is another torch in front of me now, yeah? Don't worry about me. Light the beacon. No, you don't see another torch. Okay, I'm going to use uh, 
lay on hands on myself. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and heal myself for 10. Okay. And I'm going to move forward. Wait, is uh, Marie, is everybody snapped out of it? Or is anybody still screaming? Yeah. No, no, no. When the when the torch lit, everybody was like, cool. Um, I'm going to go forward around the wall looking for a torch. And uh, all right, let's find another one. All right, you're hugging the wall. You're moving. Mm-hmm. Char, give me a save. Can he do it? Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat save. Wisdom? Yas. It's a 24. What? That'll do. Yeah. You sort of like shake your head and gather your wits and you hear the shrieking fade and you look up to see Sir Vance running in your direction. Oh, Sir Vance. It was horrible. They were on me. He can see me? He can. He did just say that. It's just because you, like, you just enter his like field of sight. You're really close to him. Ah, very close. I keep running past him. You, you skirt around him as he calls out and just run past him into the darkness. What do you do, Char? Uh, so I continue looking for a torch. Okay, Vance <laughs> just spins around you, keeps going. Uh, you, which direction do you go? Uh, north. <laughs> so like tw- in the same direction as Vance. Different direction. Different. I figure he's got it covered. Okay, roll me a uh, roll me a survival check. So that is a twenty-two. Wow! All right, you you move through the darkness, searching. You don't find anything, but you don't run into any traps either. Okay. You can see four of these torches brightly lit. Vance, it is your turn. Make me a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom. Wisdom. That is a nine. Nine. Oh my gosh. We're all dead. See, it's 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 bad when you're by yourself. That's good. You're supposed to split the party. It's better. That's what I always thought. You take 26 damage. Woo. That's a lot Loompa, of damage. Loompa doopity doo. You hear shrieking, <laughs> screaming, and you trip and fall and kind of slide toward <laughs> this torch, twisted torch sticking up out of the ground as these shrieking creatures fill the area and are clawing at your brain, basically. How great would it be if this is how Vance dies? Nice. That would be pretty solid. A uh, Saul. Yep. Or, I'm sorry, Misk. Misk, roll, uh, what are you doing? You're you're with Saul now? You I'm with give Saul. Him bardic Inspiration now? Yes, Bardic Inspiration, Saul. Hey, Saul, Bardic Inspiration. I've been Bardically Inspired. What dice do I get? Give him Inspiration. You have to, you have to, you're a bard. Saul, Paylor chose you for a reason. Bardic inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. You're inspired. Have a D8. Uh, It's your turn, Saul. What are you doing? Survival check? Yeah, I want to keep hunting. All right. You hear Vance screaming in that direction, and you think, "Mm, that's probably it. That's probably it. Okay. I head that direction quickly. Uh, Roll me me a survival check. Oh, yeah. It's an 18. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Do I see him yet? Do I find him? You don't. You're moving toward him. You see the glint up ahead, and you see, you know, your, your light kind of shines forward just a little bit. You see him on the ground about five to ten feet away from the glint ahead of it, and he is rolling around and shrieking. I giggle a little bit. <laughs> oh, my god! Inspect the area to see if there's, you know, another imp that's causing this or anything like that. You don't see any imps. Do I see a torch? You see a torch in the middle. I light the torch. You approach it, make me a wisdom saving throw. You die. Is and and Marie and everybody is following with you unless you. I die. <laughs> I rolled a five. <laughs> I have no modifier. Bardic inspiration. Yeah, I have a D eight. I mean, there's like 
I guess. I, I, it won't be enough. Uh, your bardic inspiration only lasts for ten minutes anyway, so... Alright, let's burn it. Can he get an eight? And will that be enough? Maybe if I the have answer, a answer. Narrator, it wasn't. Is no. I got a five. So, so bad. No. Rolled a ten. We're all gonna die. Luckily for you, Marie rolled a natural friggin' twenty. <laughs> what? Uh, so she's the best. She steps forward and, with a wave of her hand, explodes the torch. I mean, <laughs> just <laughs> hellfire just raises up around it. And when it does, that sooty, black, clouded fog disperses around the torch. And as that happens, the room clears of magical darkness. <gasps> I can see. It's about dang time. As you've found the fifth and final of these torches. However, there are a number of imps skittering around the room. They all stop, look at you, and run forward. Towards towards us? And that is where we're going to end this episode. I wanted to murder them. I'll look at an imp and say, that one's an imp oster. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) 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 This is impossible. (laughs) That was fun. That was fun. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this crazy darkness episode. I don't know if they're going to make it. I don't either. We're not. This is twice I've almost died. We ain't ever going to make it. They will try. I use dreadful aspects, and they all run away. We shall continue next week. We love you. We love you. Good night. Bye, everybody. Bye. So the next game MBH plays is going to be Paul into the multiverse. Yep. Yes. It'll be an RPG role polling game. Yes. <laughs> roll. What? That makes sense. It doesn't it? Yeah. You just roll me. It'll be like Katamari Damacy the RPG, but instead of me, you just roll me around. Oh, the I heard somebody say that the world was going to roll you. Oh. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> oh gosh. No. <laughs> Lee was looking kind of dumb. That was smooth. That was smooth. You worked it right in. I was not ready for it.